Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. It, they take care of everything, distribution. They help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Today on the show... Don't you, you want your button? <laughs> for fans, by fans. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on the show, the Oros are 4-1, but after Sunday's loss, are Oro fans feeling more optimistic? Or is it possible that Oro fans are feeling more pessimistic? We'll talk about that. Also, Bert and I will break down our performances at the Frederick Keys Media Softball Game. And Josh, I'm sure, will find something to rant about in his most recent stadium experience. All that and more on this edition of Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your dearly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the Zinni Burt Rode. What up, 336ers? And the button lover, Josh Sroka. Uh, how's it going? You know what? I went to the uh, that cold game Friday night. They wouldn't let me in the club level with the orange carpet. Yeah, there, I knew I knew you'd find something. Stupid. First week of the season, everyone's pumped. Josh over there whining about something about the stadium experience. And we're also joined by the world's worst intern. I was also at the cold game. I was uh, five feet away from Seth Smith's home run. Oh, nice. really? Yeah. You you went to an Oriole game? Yeah. All right, good for you, intern. And the Red Sox weren't in town? Yeah. You were cheering for the Orioles. Yes, I was. Did you have orange on? I did. Oh, wow. All right. Were you there with Josh? No. I tried to <laughs> you know that. I texted him. I was like, hey, are you at the game? No, you no didn't. Response. No, you didn't. You didn't text me. I, 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 if people text me, I respond all the time. I don't say, it's 5 p.m. I need to stay in bed a little bit longer. <laughs> now, that's going back to some Birdland radio drama we still have yet to resolve. <laughs> all right, guys. So, uh, well, first of all, before we get into the into, into the real nitty-gritty of the mm-hmm. oral season, uh, Bert, can you make me feel a little better? Yesterday, we played in the Frederick Keys media softball game. Yes, Thanks we for did. Jeff Arnold to, for including us in that. It was huge. Um, are you feeling? Make me feel better. And tell me your feelings. Are your thighs burning at this moment? And are your <laughs> arms really sore? <laughs> um, to be perfectly honest, a, just a little. Really? Yeah, I, Guys, I, it, I am pleasantly it was, surprised. It was, it was softball against radio guys. Yeah, but that was the first time I've like thrown hard in like. 
Yeah. A year probably. Me too. First and time ran I hard for me. Ran hard, absolutely. <laughs> yep. I can't tell you last time I ran as hard as I ran yesterday. Yeah. Um so I left the Frederick Key Stadium, Harry Grove Stadium, yesterday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, completely expecting to not be able to walk today. Yeah. Um and I'm happy to report I'm a little sore, but manageable. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I'm very sore. You hurting? Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's not like I can't walk. But, like, I'm feeling the burn currently on my thighs. I took some Advil as soon as I got home, and I laid down for about an hour and watched you, you the first two, couple innings of the world. You two need game. to start doing this thing called exercise. It's when you move your legs and sometimes your arms. I don't know about that, Josh, but the Advil is a better move. Yeah. Um, Ibuprofen's I'm not used to this whole being sore thing as I get older. What do you guys What What do you guys play? How'd you do? We did pretty good. Yeah. Our team won. Um, and we definitely contributed. They put us as kind of sneak attack yeah, at that, the bottom of the lineup. Yeah, both again. Of us. Again, like they have no idea what they have in their hands when they put uh, Matt Stroka and Burt Rohde at the bottom of a 15-man lineup. Did, did, did this time people know who you guys were? Well, the first time up there, my screen was not on the Jumbotron. Your picture. My, I mean, yeah, my, my picture, yeah. my screen. My picture was not on the screen. My picture wasn't on the mm. Jumbotron. So the second time up. Minor I, league ball. I told, um, I told the Jeff, I'm taking pitches until my picture's up there. He did. And I'm not one to take pitches, but I took four pitches until that picture came up on the Jumbotron. <laughs> did you really? And I said, okay, thank you, guys. I'm going to swing away now. Uh, get the next, next pitch. We each got two at-bats, so we batted around the lineup twice and throughout the course of the seven-inning game. And first time up, you let off the inning, if I recall correctly, with a base hit. Yeah, a little blooper to right field. Yep. And I came up right after Matt, and I also had a little blooper, a little to, blooper right to right field. field. So we let off with two men on, nobody out. Oh, double bloopers. And the people that batted behind us drove us in. We both scored. We each scored runs uh, for our team. And that first go around, that, which first time I ran hard in a long time, first time I threw hard in a long time, mm-hmm. and first time I scored in a long time too. <laughs> yeah, sounds like you guys are just <laughs> sounds like you guys are Trey Mancini. And then uh, second bat around, uh, I was caught off guard. I was looking at my phone on something and sitting in the dugout like regular players do. And Dumb then young uh, over here yeah. on Instagram, <laughs> number twenty seven on Instagram in the dugout. Uh, and then I look up and Matt is standing there in the batter's box like he's taking pitches waiting for his picture picture to show up up, i realize i'm on deck i'm like oh shoot i come running out of the dugout and then matt had i think you got out on your second at bat pop fly or ground out or something uh on softball you got out did i did i I get out yeah sounds like folks throwing you under all right well how many times was i up well we up three times twice we just went one for two because my my second time up i was caught off guard i ran up there real quick swung at the first pitch and got out so I, I blame myself for not paying attention. I should have been doing better. Um, but uh, but it was fun. It was a gorgeous day. Yeah. We had a couple. Of, I don't know if you had any action to, to, in the field. Do you have any? You were yeah. at first base. You had busy. He had a fun play at first base. A little ground ball to, to first base. Hit the hit the base. Yep. Had a nice big hop. I was hoping it would hit you right in the face. <laughs> uh, but your quick reactions, your Chris Davis-like reactions. Yes. Uh, got the out. I, I was getting quite the compliments for my first base performance, um, but I was uh, undersold by Bob Miller, who uh, he's <laughs> Bob so, Miller. He he stole the show. He's a radio guy in Frederick. I he, think he's, he's the morning show guy. Morning show guy. Yeah, he's, Frederick. He he, uh, he gave my zaniness a run for my money. You know, he's a zany morning guy. Yep. He had zingers. Uh, he had a bunch oh, of. Oh, you got out done. <laughs> well, he's a guy that got to be like in his late fifties, probably. Yeah. And uh, heavier guy. Yeah. And. 
He went three for three and scored three runs. He could barely walk. <laughs> he was flying around the bases. I was more worried. Like me and Matt are worried about being sore. Poor Bob Miller. I bet he's not walking yeah. for the rest of the week. He's got to be sore. And Bob, poor Bob. The first right when we got there, Bob's like, I just don't want to get hurt. I just want to. <laughs> that's all I'm trying to do here is not do anything to damage and, and, to, and to, you know, really mess up my body. Yeah. And he was going all out. So good for Bob. Um. I recognize I missed the game last year, the the celebrity media softball game, as I like right. to call it. Uh, but I was there two years ago wearing my big orange foam cowboy hat. Right. And uh, I recognize a lot of the people yes. from two years ago when I was there. Yes. But they didn't seem to recognize my cowboy hat thing from the mm. prior year. Yeah. It's like they were like, who's this new guy? I was like, oh. I've been here before. I know. No one was excited for those you. Radio, oh, they loved it. Those radio guys never give the podcasters any respect. You can just see them <laughs> yeah. turn up their nose to us podcasters. Yeah. Until they saw our skills on the field and then they gave us the respect we deserve. Yeah, one would like to think so. I just got one request for Jeff Arnold when he's doing the lineups next year. Maybe bump us up in the lineup a little yeah. bit. I'm not saying we got to lead off, but maybe not bat 14th <laughs> and 15th, respectively. <laughs> you know, you know the, the, the photo on the Jumbotron's a nice touch. But it was nice. But that's been there a few years. It's time for some walk-up songs. I agree with you. Yeah, uh, we had that exact same conversation during uh, uh, because that's pregame why- warm-ups. We were shagging fly balls, if you will. And that's why I didn't go. They wouldn't play my walk-up song. What's your so what's the song? point of going? I haven't figured it out yet. Oh, oh I got to figure it out. I'm taking it back to 336 Daily. Uh, I yeah, bet Josh Go ahead, it. and I'm going to have a custom song made by that oh, guy gosh. that makes our songs. Uh, of course everyone, you would. everyone will leave the stadium. They'll start to boo. <laughs> right. No, I don't, know what, I don't know what my walk-up. You'd probably go with Newsboys, I would think, right? No. A little new, Newsboys action? I don't action. know that in uh, a while. <laughs> um, Can we talk some Orioles? Yeah, did they play yet? Is it regular season yet? I haven't watched. How I many watched. days off do they need? I, it's good for our bullpen. I tell you what, if you, the starters are only going to throw five innings every time, yeah. it's nice to have off every other day. That's yeah, true. That is, yeah. The Orioles have been lucky. That. No, that has helped us a lot. Yeah, um, the, giving the, the starters a chance to play every day. But what's going to happen when we have to pitch every day? <laughs> right, right, right. We're going to be what, in trouble. What happens when Gosman can't pitch every four days or four games? Well, that's yeah. when uh, Buck is going to prove his mastery of the roster manipulation, guys with options, you know, the, moving this, guys up and down, guys this, on the 10-day yeah, DL. The 10-day DL is awesome for the Orioles. Like, did the Orioles push for that or something? Because it's got Buck and Dan totally written all over it. I yeah. Mean, before, this, before opening day, they took advantage of the 10-day DL just to have an extra guy. With the Wade Miley stuff, yeah, I, and now and now they needed to make room, so they say Joey Rickert uh, jammed his finger. Yeah, on the slide, he was stealing second. Yeah, he, he was stealing second. Finger. He yeah. jammed his finger. Ten days, and 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 Buck was honest about it. Buck said like, nor- normally we would like sit him down for a couple of days right. and reevaluate if we should put him on the fifteen day DL, right. but with the ten day D- ten day DL there, oh, we'll we'll just use right, it. Right, like, uh, yeah, and it's just like uh, and Joey Rickard in his shoes. They're probably like, okay, you can not go on the DL and get sent down. Right. Or you can just take 10, 10 days off and stay on the major league squad right. and it, get the stipend still, get the salary still. Let that thumbnail, Shoot. that uh, right. hangnail st- heal. Yeah, yeah you're still right. traveling with the team probably for the 10-day DL. Do still, uh, I mean, you're going to – with a jammed finger, you'd probably take th- three, four days off anyway. Yeah, and he doesn't so, play every day. Right. So, it wasn't so why not? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Speaking of not playing every day, is Ryan Flaherty still on this roster? He is. Yeah. Isn't that, it's been nice isn't not it to weird? see him. It's, isn't been, it, it's strange. Oh, he's I, doing I exactly nice. what he should be doing. No. Yeah. Riding the bench unless we need him. Totally. Yeah. I agree. We don't need him. But I found it very interesting that even when it came to Sunday, Buck didn't put him in the lineup. 
Yeah. When well, he said, I want to get everyone in the lineup, he didn't put Ryan in. Well, Sabathia was left-handed. Uh, yeah. Left-handed. And it'd be interesting because we got two lefties uh, going against Boston. And then we have the guy uh, Wright, who is a knuckleballer. Mm-hmm. Right. Who Ryan Flaherty has terrible numbers against. So, <laughs> but, but Ryan Flaherty has great numbers in Boston. Right. So how do you get him in? So either you start him against left-handed uh, or he's a late, or late game pinch hitter. Right. Um, but I don't see him getting a start at against Boston. Um, do you? No. No. No, because no he, the only reason Why? the whole reason he's on your bench is to give an off day to JJ or Manny or Scope. And with all these off days, like we don't need our bench. How at many all. off days oh do they need? Oh my gosh. What do you guys just like sometimes you just gotta step back from the mics. What the heck are we doing? We're five games in the season, our first week of and we're baseball, talking about that. and we're having a whole conversation about Ryan Flaherty. I know. Well, what are we doing with our lives? Well, right well now? The, no. we can kiss 162 and oh goodbye. So what else is there to talk about? <laughs> and we're talking about Ryan Flaherty because what we're really getting to, and what I want to talk to next is the bench. Because have you noticed Buck using his bench more and in different ways, kind of introducing some small ball in this first week of baseball? Up until Sunday, yeah. Well, he clearly like right. Sunday was Sunday. He said we got we got the we won both series. We're gonna relax and not worry about this. Yeah, well, pretty if, much. If you think about who were bench guys in the past, this year with guys like Rickard and Gentry, and because we were able to keep an extra guy on the bench, right? right. Rickard Gentry. Mancini. There's just a lot more vers- ver- versatility there. You have two guys, Rickard um, and Gentry, who can come off as both pinch runners. And defensive replacements. Right. And then you've got Mancini as the pinch hitter. Right. So that we've Nor- seen him use them. Right. And normally you wouldn't have all those. And right. now with Joey Rickard, you don't have Joey Rickard. Yeah. Now, but but it's, been, it's been fun to see an active bench and to see those late in defensive replacements. Yeah. Like an Andy Chavez. Yeah. <laughs> but Gentry's better than Andy Chavez. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. Our whole bench is better than Andy yeah. Chavez. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's also the fact that we don't have everyday left field and everyday right fielder, right? Th- those both are platoon guys. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I guess. And it's interesting. Um, it's interesting that we even saw Trumbo start in right field yesterday, where I thought maybe we'd see Trumbo get a day off. Yeah. They're, they're giving him a chance in right field, which is uh, nice to see that his line, his bats, they're going to find ways to get his bat and Mancini's bat into these lineups. You know what? Josh complains a lot about the orange carpet benefits. You got to feel bad for guys like Jimmy Mason in the chat room where they have the Sunday plan, the Sunday 13 game plan when Buck relaxes the lineup. Makes it tough for them. Yeah. On the good news, you always get to see Kay- Caleb Joseph, and that's Oh, fine. boy. Oh, right. how about that? On Sunday's Caleb game? Joseph's mom probably loves the Sunday plan. <laughs> uh, on Sunday's game, chance at RBI. Sends a rocket to third base. Yeah, and a guy, after, was that after trying to do like a suicide yeah. squeeze or something? A but great line drive that that nine out of ten times crushed the ball, scores two runs, crushed the ball, but right at third base. Yeah, yeah. Just, that guy is just absolutely cursed. Yes, <laughs> absolutely yes. cursed. He should be pinch hit for whenever there's runners in scoring position because it doesn't work. It's out. not even his fault anymore. I feel like no. it's not even his fault anymore. No, it's 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 the curse of Caleb Joseph. Yeah, um, a lot of people were well. Before I get into specifics of the lineup, I want I want to ask you about a couple of players. But before I get there, four and one, first in the AL East. At the same time, we've seen Gossman struggle. Miley, I would say struggle, even though he didn't get, give up any runs. Jimenez struggle. The only person we've seen be really good is Dylan Bundy. Yeah. We've seen struggling from the bullpen, from people like, well, re- really just um, Darren O'Day. Um, so with all that said, are you guys feeling at 4-1 and one more optimistic than, <laughs> than, than you did a week ago? Or more pessimistic because of bad starting pitching? Or do you feel the same way you felt to begin the season? 
You want to take it or you want me to go? Go ahead, Josh. All right. I'm, <laughs> He's I, itching. No. You I'm take itching. it. Oh, I, I hope he gets fired hey, up. It's been, it's been over a week since we talked since we talked uh, baseball, since we talked Orioles. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've, got, I've got opinions. Okay. Sure. I think the Orioles this week showed us that they're the team we all expected them to be. The pitching was average at best, except for Bundy, who, we, who had a great game, great start, and it, something to be excited about. And what it proved, what we saw multiple times, especially against the Yankees, is that this team and this lineup can come back and win you games. And that this team has uh, a little bit of heart and fight and the bats in the lineup to do it to come back when they're down. And yeah. we saw that Friday and Saturday with the Yankees when they were down four or five runs. The home runs were timely back. home runs. They weren't wasted home runs. They were all timely. On, you know how many home, home runs they hit on uh, Friday for the, or on on Saturday, Saturday they hit none. Right, but right. on Friday, on Friday they hit timely home runs. Right, the yes. Andy Machado, the Seth right. Smith, yeah. So yeah. it's 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 what we expected from this team. Yeah, I, Gosman, we we didn't expect Gaussman Gauss, to be bad. No, and Gosman was okay, and then bad. Oh, he was pretty bad. So uh, yeah, it, we did not expect Gosman to be bad, and that's the biggest takeaway is Bundy's really good, and the question's out on Gosman because without Tillman, we really need Gosman to be better. So we're not taxing this bullpen because we saw on Sunday what happens when you tax the bullpen. When we had Brock and Britton not available. And just to piggyback on that point, then I want to get your optimistic or more pessimistic, Bert. To piggyback on the starting pitching deal, mm-hmm. just one more thing to make you feel depressed. We need a fifth starter still. And the options are down there at Norfolk, right? We got right. plenty of them. Here's how they've done the first week of the season. Do you guys know these stats? Uh, I, I, I have not I, been paying attention I know, to Norfolk, I know Chris, Chris Lee got okay, hit let's around. Start. Chris Lee, three and a third innings pitched in his start, gave up eight runs. Yikes. In three and a third. By the way, I'm going to go over the first four starters of Norfolk. He pitched the longest. Oh. Three and a third was the longest any starter could stay in the game. Then Mike Wright pitched three innings, gave up five runs. Last night, Jason Aquino, three innings, four runs. And the other guy, Gabriel Inoa, two and two thirds, seven runs. Yikes. Eight runs in three and a third, five runs in three innings, four runs in three innings, seven runs in two and two thirds. Those are our options, boys and girls, for the fifth starter. Bring in Jeremy Guthrie. Yeah, I was waiting for the Guthrie <laughs> comment. Yeah. You saw how he Could did be yesterday, worse. right? So, Absolutely. Could be worse. On his birthday. So, so, Bert, are you more optimistic or pessimistic about the Orioles after uh, one week? Pessimistic for the starting pitching. <laughs> Absolutely. You're already pessimistic to begin with, though. Are yeah. you even more well, pessimistic? Look who you're asking. It's Mr. Pessimism here, uh, when, at least when it comes to my beloved Oriole birdies. Um, Andy in the chat room brings up that the bullpen hadn't even given up a run until Sunday when Tyler Wilson and well, Darren O'Day all just like exploded all over the place. Well, that's because we got to use our best pitchers. Yeah. And Sunday, the, the bullpen was a little taxed. Well, and that's worn. the thing. If the starting pitcher pitches better at the beginning of the season, a series, the bullpen will last. Then we have Brock and Britton to go to at a right. tie ball game. Then you don't put other players in positions that they shouldn't be in. And and we might have a better chance of winning the game. Uh, also in the chat room is the weather. Do you think the weather had an impact? Friday night was cold. Friday night was the coldest baseball game I've been to. Has what kind of impact? In a long I don't time. understand impact. The grip of the ball on the pitchers. Mm. How they their, how their fingers feel. But Friday night we won. Yeah, we. What's won. What's their excuse for Sunday? We won, but but uh, Sunday was warm. Yeah, Sunday. I mean, well, do you blame the Delaware no. mud? No, I'm because saying Sunday was Sunday was some <laughs> bad. Sunday was not Sunday. We stuck in it until, what was it, the ninth inning where everything fell apart? Yeah. And I, I don't Eighth. know about ball grips, but even on Sunday with Miley oh, yeah, getting no all idea. those walks, 
Um, and Buck Showalter mentioned that they need to come up with a sticker baseball. Though from we talked we, about it we from said, that catcher, yeah, uh, Molina, Molina, where he had the ball stick to his chest. <laughs> yeah, that, that ball seemed plenty sticky enough. Yeah, I, right. I am shocked that like the other team, someone didn't grab that ball and say, "We got to check this thing out," because <laughs> I've never seen that. It looked like Velcro. Though it is my favorite highlight of the of baseball season this year with so him putting far. his hands up trying to find it, <laughs> yeah. and then when it's on his chest, yeah. If, if it, the pitcher's probably angry because he just put his hands on his hips, like showing off that it was on his chest. Pitcher needed him to remove that as quick as possible before That's people right. started talking about down. what's yeah. going yeah, on right. here. Get that off your chest, pr- right, protector. Right. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. So. All right. I don't know. I mean, wait, we're, we're four and one. You can't complain too much. If they had just won on Sunday, I'd be feeling super optimistic. We, <laughs> we're never gonna lose. We we hit home runs. We know that. The the ball flies further in Camden Yards when the weather warms up. Though, I mean, we've been hitting home runs. That's not a problem. Right. So that's going to continue just like previous years. Uh, Bundy gives me hope. I, Bundy was really He had exciting. one start. Right. Exactly. We're all we're talking. Gosman's the only guy that got two starts. And we're we're saying the pitching's bad based on one start from, uh, from Miley. Well, we just know Wade Miley's bad, though. We're not expecting him to be if that's, good. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of okay with that if that's Miley's start every time. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, Miley did okay. One run, zero runs, zero runs. One hit. One, one hit. hit. Yeah, he yeah, gave yeah. one hit. He walked. But he walked a bazillion guys and couldn't make it through only, five innings. Only seven. He walked seven o- in five innings. Right. Oday walked the rest. <laughs> uh, nothing drives me nuts more than a walk. It's ridiculous that these professional pitch. They walked eleven guys on Sunday. I know. It is. I know. Unacceptable. The, the worst thing in baseball is a leadoff walk. Is it like there's when no one on base? Like let it is atrocious. There's no excuse for walking eleven guys. We have a great defense. It's no wonder they beat us thirteen to two. It's yeah. ridiculous, yeah. unacceptable no. No, for always... a professional. A guy that want to call him a professional. <laughs> Why do you hate walk so much? It's I, I can understand a few walks, but eleven is very... unacceptable. Eleven, eleven people. It reminds me of like softball games where I you can't can, be alone in this. The pitcher uh, can't rage. pitch, so you just tell everyone just put the bat on your shoulder. But who cares how many walks you get as long as you don't get, give up any runs, right? Is in the, the end, in the end, it's yes. putting yourself in undue situations. Then, yeah, what just get the guy out at right. the plate, or strike him out, or let him hit the ball and, and get him out in the field. You have eight guys behind you. Don't give him a free base. Right. What amazes give him a couple. They can have what, six. What amazes me is Wade Miley kept finding his way out of jams. And I didn't understand, like, why he would pitch better when two guys were on base. It was amazing. He, he's – I don't know. I, mean, I wouldn't call Wade Miley amazing. No, no, the fact that he was able to get out of these jams. It's like <laughs> all you got to do is throw that way when there's, no one's on the base. There's a word for that. It's called lucky. He was lucky. Uh, maybe the Yankees are yeah. really bad. And can't uh, capitalize when we're basically giving them the ball game. Oh, yeah, the Yankees right. don't the seem Yankees to be a great. Bad. They, they, they don't seem to be. I've very never good seen as many errors by an infield as I did Friday night with the Yankees. The Yankees were trying to lose that game. Yeah, they have some, they have some issues up there in New York. Uh, a couple of things to be encouraged by, though. Uh, Seth Smith and some people were critical of Seth Smith being the leadoff hitter. Uh, he's played really well, batting three eighty five, yeah. yeah. a couple doubles. He's, I, he's definitely run. done more than I expected. A home run. He's been really good. No walks, interestingly enough, from our on base machine, Seth Smith. No, but Adam Jones has a walk. He's, or he's two. been very effective. We got we got walks from uh, some other guys like Adam Jones. Uh, a couple stolen bases, which is new for the Orioles. Adam Jones actually has two walks. Does he have two? Yeah. That's, wow, that's like a record for him. He's be two the in team. five games. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, that's crazy. What do we, I think we have two stolen bases? Yeah, yeah, in that one game on yeah. uh, on Saturday. Yeah, Machado Trumbo and Trumbo. Yeah, yeah. So um, 
that's that, some that'll posi- probably be that's some positive things only sold different base. from previous years. Um, I don't know. I think it's uh, a little. The catcher was out. Yeah. It was situational. Yeah, the I, we yeah, definitely took advantage I of. I don't think we're becoming a base stealing team. I think that was um, more situational. All right. Well, what if we also bunted the ball on? Uh, was that Friday night where uh, we was it? Seth Smith that laid down the bunt. Kayla Smith tried to bunt. I Craig know. Gentry tried to. Craig lay down Gentry tried tra- tried to bunt. We have been. There's well, been some bunt attempts. I think it was on Friday. Where Gentry we, tried to lay down a bunt. A couple we, times. we laid down a bunt and then we got a stolen base. Uh, and then we tried a little small ball to get that run in. Yeah, the stolen base stroke, led stroke to the single. The hum- or not, someone hit the home run. Manny? I should have done some homework before we talked. <laughs> the Trumbo steal, I believe Kim hit the single that scored him. Right. There was so. another Friday night where we, we bunted the ball, did a little small ball, then hit a home run to knock the guy in. All right, take your word So it kind of ended the, the small ball that was going on. All right. But, yeah, we have seen a little bit of small ball from this team. Which is encouraging because the home runs won't always be there. Like they weren't on Saturday, and we still right. found a way to win. And I liked, I liked the Orioles' angle of trying to take the lead to keep Batons and Chapman out of the game. Though Sunday, Saturday, yeah, that seventh ba- inning felt like a must-score right, inning. It right? did, and that, yeah. and that's nice because as Oriole fans, we see it that way. It's nice to see the team try to try that as well. But I think it was also positive on Saturday that we were able to get to Batons, yeah, and beat him. Yeah, true. So. If only we could play the Blue Jays and the Yankees every week, we'd be in good shape. Yeah, it's the big series coming against the Red Sox. Yeah, it's it's a lot when a lot of people. Red Sox had a, had an okay week as well, and uh, yeah, lost to Detroit today actually. Did they? Yeah, in a, in a pitcher's duel, Chris I was Sale. Did Chris uh, Sale have Justin a, a, Verlander? I thought Chris Sale had a like a perfect game going for like five innings. Did he? Yeah, I just saw the final score. So. um but yeah, and the Red Sox, everyone's projected to be really good. They've been dealing with some. There's, I guess, everyone's sick over there. Jackie yeah. Bradley Jr. is on the ten day DL. Everybody, yeah, yeah, the whole team got the flu apparently. So this is perfect Hopefully timing. Yeah, and unless we, we're gonna get it. Right, right, exactly. We all we were talking. Wash your hands, boys. And girls. We were talking last week about this this first two weeks, first eleven games, all being AL East teams, and to come out four and one out of the first homestand is wonderful. I'll take it. Can't can't I really ask for any? I mean, five and zero is better, but you can't. We weren't expecting. I five would and pre- would have preferred five and zero, but right. I was going to say you can't have anything better, but there is a better. But I mean, this is wonderful and probably better than any of us would have projected out of this first opening week. No, right. I have to. Uh, I want to get into something a bit controversial here. I got a bit of a. Uh-oh. A little bit of a rant to go on here. It's really about the breakdown of the American family, but I want <laughs> okay. to. Um, um, but it impacts. I, I go a little political here, but it impacts the baseball field uh, directly. And I want to. What I'm about to say um, is going to be viewed negatively, possibly. So I want to throw out a couple caveats, um, a couple disclaimers before I get to my, my real point. So just give me a minute. My first point is I understand it's 2017. Okay, I understand that we live in a progressive society where people kind of follow what they feel is true for them and good and right for them, and everyone seems to be okay with that. And whatever, I'm not here to judge. Teach their own. Okay. Like, I understand that. With that said, there's some things I'm still old-fashioned about and that bother me. Which brings to my second point. In the privacy of your own home, I don't care what you do. Okay? Whoever, right. who you spend your time with in the privacy of your own home, who you uh, invite over to for dinner, who you do the whole Netflix and chill thing. Ew. I, I don't care in, in your own home. Right? It's not in front of me. What you do in your own home is your own business. I respect that. Point three. <laughs> 
Where, where are you, wait, where are you going with this? I got a point here. I just, just these are some disclaimers. Point three. I understand for most people. Just, just making sure the button works. I feel like I'm gonna need it. I understand for most people this is not a choice, right? This is they're they're born one way or the other. This is not a choice. Um, I'm not gonna use a personal example because I don't want to put myself out there. So I'll use Josh as a personal example and talking about um, uh, he being born a certain way, but then. <laughs> At a certain point in a young man's life, Josh, particularly in Josh, I think elementary school years, you start to experiment, even though you're not saying that you're going away from your natural tendencies, but you're just experimenting for a little while, right? And Josh, and I think it's safe to say that Josh was born and Bert and I, not Noah, not the intern, but the rest of us were born as Oriole fans. Yeah, I It wasn't that. a choice. Sure. We were born yes. that way. But I was a child, not a choice. Right. Josh had experiment though in elementary school where he got real into the Marlins. He started <laughs> to dip into the Marlins. I think, and it, it was made more everyone of... in the family a little bit uncomfortable. No, I never. But we still I accepted never came him. Up on the Orioles. I just did you or did you not wear Marlins hat every day? They had cool hats. No, not, they had cool hats. I enjoyed baseball. I'll support you with this. It's, Josh. it's, it's enjoying the sport of baseball. It's the only okay. thing I support Josh with. Okay, but <laughs> but but you agree wearing a Marlins hat is a little bit unnatural. You were making a choice to go against kind of your it natural was... inclinations. Uh, no, I was still an Oriole fan, but it was 1993, and the Marlins just came to existence. Okay. Yeah, it was a cool new So hat. I was enjoying baseball. So you were experimenting with another team while you, you still you stayed do with your now. own team. Don't you have a Cubs shirt? I do. To mark a momentous mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. occasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah guess, guess what I was marking? The creation of a new baseball team. When's that ever happen? All right, fine. But he, he, here's my point. Here's where's, my, your, where's your national shirt? Well, they're oh, not, they're not a new baseball team. They're the Expos. Here's my, and I do have a Nationals bobblehead over there. I think. With all those things said, right? Like yes. it's 2017. Do what you want in your own house, and uh, it's not a choice for most people. Um, I've seen so much in the ballpark recently, inter-team relationships. I'm talking about a guy and a gal, usually young, always young. Walking around with a Yankees jersey on and an Orioles jersey on, holding hands. Yeah. Right. It's always yeah. it's always the right. It's always the guy in the Oriole jersey, girl in the Yankee. Yeah. Jersey. Yes. Yeah. And, and, guys need to choose better. Well, and I and I might be old fashioned, but back growing up in my day, I you just didn't do that. You just didn't do that. I dated a Redskins fan. Boys and girls, listen mm-hmm. to this. Redskins. I dated a Redskins hey, fan. That reminds me, we had a nice conversation about this. You, you want to go to Born This Way? And, uh, and football fandom? Yeah, hold on. I'll finish my point here. I dated a Redskins fan. Mm-hmm. I married a Ravens fan. Mm-hmm. Same girl. Mm-hmm. Same girl. Oh, you we converted dating. her. I converted her. Now, back in my day, there was three options, right? Three options. If you were dating someone on the other team, right? Someone who cheered for the other team, you had three options. The girl could either pretend to support your team. Right. And I don't want to be misogynistic about this, but normally it's the girl. The girl would pretend to support the other team. Yeah. Out in public. I don't see a scenario where the guy would pretend to support the girl's team. No. That. But you could see a scenario where the girl could kind of pretend, even though they really didn't feel it, they would pretend to support the guy's sure. team. Well, sure. because they were probably originally pretending to care about the initial team as well. Yeah. And then the other scenario is to like support at home, be diehard at home, but in public, go new- neutral. So at home, wear the Yankees gear. Out in public, just wear a T-shirt mm-hmm. with no team affiliation. That's what we would handle it back in my day. I'm old-fashioned. But again, you will not see anyone above the age of 30 
at a game, or I'm sorry, above the age of 40, Yankee Oriole holding hands. You won't see no, anyone no, above the 40 it, doing it, that. It's, it's, a, it's a millennial thing. Yeah. And the third option, this is what I did with my wife. This is the third option. Okay. Total outright conversion. <laughs> okay. We had a bonfire in which we took her Redskins, Danny Warfel, <laughs> and um, Colt Brennan, Redskins jersey. A little shout out to Hawaii, uh, Hawaii University. <laughs> right there, Colt, Colt who buys a Colt Brennan jersey? And we, we had we took those two NFL jerseys. We we burned them, and I gave burned them, and I gave her a Todd Heap jersey. That's a big step up. But in fairness, there are people who are still Redskins fans who burned those same jerseys. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's very true. And then, of course, as far as the confirmation goes, because one just can't take a jersey and say I'm a fan, though the intern tries to do it. it there's they I. We had a ceremony, and she had to answer a couple questions, right? She had to, like, recite a vow or something? I would ask her questions. She would have to respond. Okay. Number one. Hail to the... Is Joe Flacco elite? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did Ray Lewis murder someone in Atlanta? <laughs> she says, wrong place, wrong time. What white suit? <laughs> What's the first word that pops into your head when you hear the words, art model, hero? <laughs> Who had a better defense, the 1985 Chicago Bears or the 2014 Denver Broncos? Answer, the 2000 Ravens. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you just had to go through a series of those type questions. Who is not in the Ravens ring of honor but should be? Brian Billick. She had to go through those <laughs> those questions before we could com- fully convert her as a true Ravens fan. Okay. And she went through the whole ceremony well, and now she's a Ravens fan. Good. And that's how we handled it in my house. I'm not one to judge how other people handled their business, mm. but I'm sorry. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of these people holding hands, walking. Just settle it. I'm not saying it's causation, but in our day and age, divorce rates are high. And I see people with different teams holding hands. And I'm not saying it's causation, but I'm, I'm not saying it's not causation either. The fact that there's more inter-team relationships and there's more divorces right. in the country you, today. You, you want a divorce over money, not over over fighting over your team. But if you Isn't have different teams, fight over? if you have different teams, it's just, it's gonna it's gonna cause all other kind of conflict, right? But what if they're not trying to get married? They're just trying to have a good time. They can't date somebody. Even then, what if, in your house? What if she just thinks? In the your logo house, looks but cool. if you're gonna come out to public, I want you to. Convert or, what or if pretend. She's, what if she's a Red Sox fan, but she's fine? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> like, I'll put up with a little <laughs> oh, bit for a little while. I see. Right. <laughs> see, I take her to a bar, but I don't know if I still take her to to to, to the stadium. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's fine. I guess dating, but if there's any type of long term relationship here, something has to happen. One of those three options. Yes. It, it, Either she needs to pretend, st- keep, keep her at home. And can keep her locked up or, or convert her. You have to do one of those three options. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's uh, so it, now section yeah. 336 is doling out dating advice. Uh, what? Right. So, so, Aren't so, you guys seeing a lot of this at the stadium, the, the inner team well, relationships? It's because. And does it make you sick? It's because the Yankees were in town. There's lots of girls who have chosen the Yankees and Red Sox because. They used they, to date they, Derek Jeter. Because they, they win and it's they're like national logos and they live in Serena Park, <laughs> like the intern. Um, I yeah. live in Annapolis. Please get that right. <laughs> I, I don't. don't see, I, I feel Annapolis. like I see any more of it, but you you always see it. You I, no. Ten years ago, you didn't see it. It's, a, it, it's more. It's more. Yeah. Right. I think. I think. Like. I think it's also. I think like Victoria's Secret selling like Yankee gear now. Well, yeah. they sell Orioles so, gear. They sell. They? Yeah, every time. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
But uh, uh, I, I don't know why I know that. Don't <laughs> ask me. Um, but it's true. What can you tell us about the pink collection? Bert? I would say I would say also it has to do with just dating in general because now you can find girls on the internet to go to a baseball game for you. It doesn't matter what team they cheer for. Like I, you know, no, I'm you saying, get on Snapchat or Tinder no, you're, or Grinder and find all kinds of dudes that cheer for all kinds of teams and take them to baseball games. <laughs> just just two dudes hanging out. So. So since, <laughs> so since you spoken for personal experience over here, Bert, <laughs> Victoria's Secret and Grinder. Okay, what you know? You spend so, your weekends. So since you uh, converted your wife, yeah. How, how about raising that kid? It's you see, it's no discussion now because that, that's a great example. Since she has been converted, there's even no discussion about the baby. Yeah. I heard, I heard, Silas, I heard otherwise. That's all talk. That's I heard otherwise talk. from your mouth. I, I know. I was just stirring stuff up. Uh-huh. There's no doubt about it. Silas will be raised in a one team home because that's the only safe environment for a kid. I'm, you can't have you can't have a kid have a Ravens jersey and a Redskins jersey in his closet. It's confusing. He's confusing the young boy. He's not gonna know what he is. Right. And, well, but don't you want to just allow the kid to make up their own mind, decide what they are? Why why are you forcing forcing a choice on your kid? Well, well, no. He he's born in my house, so it's in the blood. Yeah, it, it's it's right. We were we were forced. We were forced to be this Oriole go, fans. This goes back kids. to generation. Yeah, this goes back. Gen- I don't, I don't know why nature uses fandom and nature uses generation to pass on that fandom, but um, nature has seen fit to pass fandom on right. through generations. Na- nature has made us Oriole fans. Yeah, and I have a question. Yeah. You and your wife are Orioles fans. Yes, and. It's in the blood. Your child will come into this world an Orioles fan. Yes. He will bleed orange. What if you and your wife, before you had a child, relocated to another city, Chicago, for instance, where you got engaged? Yeah. You would maintain Orioles fanship, if that's a word. Right. But the child being born in Chicago, is that child Uh, allowed to be a Cubs fan? Or do yeah. are they? They have no ties that, to Baltimore other than that's, that's where my, my parents are from. That's when you allow a second team, where you allow him to choose a national league team to cheer for as well. Yeah, in I that would, type of instance, because with today well, he can't be a White Sox fan. No, he can't be a White Sox fan. Uh, but with in today's world, with thanks to technology, you can watch the Orioles games. You can actually have a better experience watching the Orioles games in Chicago than watching them in Baltimore. So in the same way you can date any girl that cheers for any team on the internet or any guy that cheers for any team on the internet. <laughs> any <laughs> person. Nothing wrong with that. That child can watch any baseball team from right. anywhere right. on the internet. Plus, he gets to be the cool kid that goes to school who is an Oriole fan. Yeah. So when cool things happen with the Orioles... He's the one guy in a giant public school that everyone knows, hey, that's the Oriole fan. Yeah, that guy's cool. Yeah. I now, mean, you with 14 be... years of losing, <laughs> that you're the one kid that won't give it up. I mean, you got to be careful. I mean, kids are impressionable. Sure. You just don't want to be throwing too many wild ideas in their head. And so what if they get mixed messages like, it's okay to root for this team and then play on that team on the side? I don't know how I feel about a team being kind of playing for both teams. You, you, don't, you don't like you don't like the the side team. I don't like the side team. No, no side team action. No, I don't like that at all. I like kind of one team that you're faithful to, and and so at least you know who you are and you know your yeah. team. But if you're out of town, it's a little tricky. You can't go to get. You can't spend time with your with your main team. So you got to go get some side team while you're on the road. And what happens when they play each other? Then it's got that's like a really way through hell. <laughs> You, you you can't show more love to one over the other, and I then know. like it could really hurt the relationship. I well, know. no, you got to make it clear at the beginning. This is my team. This is my side team. 
I see you when the other team's not available. But what if the side team starts winning and you want to like cheer for them a little bit more because they're doing better? And then well, it's, they, that's, it's, this it's is why like it's all about competition. Right. And then the it, kicker doesn't want to play. It's natural to want to spend more time with the hot team. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you you are just a bandwagoner. That's you've turned your kid into someone who just hops on to the hottest the hottest well, yeah. team around. Yes, and they yes. just move on, hop on. They're with them for a few months. Then right. hop into the next one. Probably, le- probably leaving another kid, which each team right. around they go. <laughs> yeah. so you got like eight kids in eight different cities. So right. you're right. Then you then you're when your ma- when your when your original team gets hot again, you say, "Oh, I was always uh, I was that was always my team. I was always with them, even though I cheated on them with these twelve teams." Right. Next thing you know, you're like Rogers Cromartie, and you can't even name all your children. Yeah, this is how it starts. Mm-hmm. You see, this is why it's so important right. to keep the family so together it. by only being with whatever like-minded team you're teams. born in. You have to stay for the rest of your life. Yeah. No, no change in intern. Well, no, no. We talked about a conversion process. Okay, you're right. There is a Matt conversion process. Matt successfully proved the conversion process. Right. Yeah. I think they've got camps for that. I, I <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't need to do any. Uh, you, 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 I don't. I didn't need to pray the Redskins out. I didn't need to do any electroshock therapy. I just had to sit down, and have a calm discussion, and and if you love the other person, they will root for your team. Yeah. Not the other way around. If you love them and they love you, they will root for your team. They will root right. for the Orioles. The Orioles. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or they don't really love you. Just walk away. <laughs> you know, I thought I thought we'd come here. Walk away from your family. <laughs> I thought we'd come here and we'd really break down like the Orioles against the Blue Jays. I, that was the just Yankees. bothering me. I know it's bothering Instead, listeners. We, we get into some some the, the inner team dating side team talk. <laughs> uh, some comments from the chat room. Joe Mooney Jr. says, I saw a dude at the game yesterday wearing a Yankees jersey and an Orioles hat. Yeah, see, things got complicated for that also guy. Also, a guy wearing a Yankees jersey with an Orioles shirt under the jersey. That guy's transitioning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little complicated. You're not supposed to go out in public until you complete the transition. <laughs> yeah, you poor guy confused. You're, if you're wearing yeah, an Orioles hat, Yankees jersey, you're just confused, you're confused poor guy. You're, you're making it awkward for everyone else in your section. Just stay home until you decide. <laughs> yeah, that's... Ooh, that's tough. Mm. All right. Well. <laughs> so, uh, how we feel they're going to do in Boston these next two days? <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> it is only two games in Boston. It's yeah, only... what's with these two game series? I don't know. It's a joke. Well, I signed up for a baseball season, not a, a, a horse and pony I, show. I think, do, do we get another off day after the first two games? Yeah, probably, because they're a bunch of lazy bums nah, who can't play baseball for a little I don't think we do. I think we keep nah, on we rocking. Two, two games in Boston, then we have four in Toronto. See, now we're getting started. Which sucks. The Skydome sucks, or whatever, what's it called? The Rogers Center. Rogers that Center. sucks. Hey, we got a, a listener in the room saying that they're going to be in Boston for the two-game series. Camden North. Hashtag Camden North. Oh, yeah, that place is Camden North. I hope yeah. they're going to be loud up there, Justin. Don't be afraid to let your uh, freak f- flag fly. Right. Make it make it clear <laughs> what your team is. Yeah. None of this transitional. No. All right. Um. Do you want me to rant about something else, or are you guys gonna go go away from me for a while? I'm good. <laughs> do you really have something else over there you would need to get off your chest? Uh, Statcast on Masson. Okay. I. You know, I I watched Sunday's game on Masson. I was like, Josh can't comment because he's been to like I, every game. I've been to three. I've been to three <laughs> games this week. Wow! I, I I hit him up pretty hard, um, and all wins by the way, which is pretty easy to do when there's only one loss. Yeah, I'm defeated too. Um, Undefeated. So I only watched Sunday's game, and I think I fell asleep for a little bit in the middle. That or it was the same thing over and over and over again. It was a boring game. So um, I'll give him that. So I did not see. I saw complaints about Statcast, but I didn't see anything that bothered me. So, so what did you see with StatCast? 
I didn't see, I didn't notice. So you that just talked for two minutes and you saw nothing at stack. That's, That's what why I'm saying. You, why are we even have this conversation? I'm saying I watched the game on TV on Sunday and I did not notice the stack cast. Bert, have you seen any stack cast? No. All right. Tell well, me. Tell me what I'm missing. Here's. I, I know they do some weird thing with the with with leadoffs, and I didn't even notice that when I was watching. Well, I just saw the reaction on Twitter was, um, and you know, guys, I am no fan of the sabermetric nerds. Right. right. And I, I hate I, them. Right. And I love that Twitter is turning on. I, I don't think Twitter's turning on Statcast. I think they're. I think it's all these nerds who don't like that that Statcast is now mainstream. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Statcast sold out. Man. Yeah, Statcast sold out. It's on Madison now. Exactly. Most of my nerd friends on Twitter were swooning at the thought of the Statcast on on Madison. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, guys. I gotta say, the first Statcast, whatever icon clip that was on Sunday's game, I paid attention to it. Mm-hmm. It was Statcast powered by, and I forget who it was powered by. Wendy's. Was it Doracell? Papa John's. No, it Papa was none of those. It was Chick-fil-A. I didn't recognize the name. I would recognize I didn't recognize the name. <laughs> and 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 you know what the stat cast was? No. The in the um two base runners and their names. That was it. The two base runners <laughs> the, and I, their names. All right, so There's your beautiful stat cast. And you know what else they, they stat cast? What? How many feet is he leading off first base? I don't mind that. I, I don't mind either. But these are the nerd stats the nerds are all excited about. That's How what, many feet he's leading? That's what everyone's complaining. You know, I, mean, I no kind of like that. I kind of like to know. So I can kind of gauge. All right, well, Seth Smith generally stepped five feet. If now they're showing me he's seven feet off, he's thinking again one. I like that. Do you know what else the, nerd, the nerds think? Oh, look at this. Statcast, this whole new idea. Miles per hour. <laughs> like, they freaking invented what miles per hour are. I look I look for that sign at every pitch at Camden Yards. Yeah, but 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 now, now they do it for guys running and oh, okay. for, for the ball off the bat. Oh, right. But I know they still, do the ball velocity angle. It's all. still no weird stat. It's miles right. per hour. All right. Like, they act like this is all sabermetrics. This but is not on. sabermetrics. There was a weird stat on an ESPN game. I've seen one weird stat. And that, and that one I did not like, and the nerds have gone crazy about that one as well. Was that the uh, rotation or something by a pitcher, the um, RPMs or something? No. With no. the pitcher's rotation? No, ESPN did a thing last weekend when I was watching a game where they have the score in the bottom right, and then they put a little box above it that says win probability. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> so, so when your team is losing, they put on right up there, this team has an 80% chance of winning. Yeah, yeah that's, that's basically the change the channel option. Right, and I don't like that because if anything we've learned about baseball, it's magic. Yeah. Like, a comeback is magic. You want to come back. Screw that win probability. What is, I don't understand what that means. 85% fine. And then you hit a home run, and then it's not 85%. Exactly, I don't even understand exactly. what the point is. The win you don't need to tell me. The other team's winning. Right. They, they have a better chance of winning than we do because they have more runs. Right. You don't need a Win uh, probability is the same as Pakoda in their prediction, predictions every year. doesn't mean much. Like, when I think Saber, I, I, I don't mind any of the stat cast. I think it's all cool. I, I, and it's not nerdy at all. Miles per hour, I'm sorry, he's not nerdy. I know you nerds want to think, like, you think you invented this in your sabermetrics. Said, we invented we invented miles per hour. No, you didn't invent it. What I hate about sabermetrics, and what I hope they never bring to baseball, is uh, this runs created. Like, WRC. Yeah, or like the war. Like war. I the don't... equation for WRC is this. Oh, it's, boy. W-R-A-A slash P-A plus L-G-R slash P-A plus L-G-R slash P-A minus park factor times L-G-R-P-A. Oh, I do like All park factor. All that is over A-L or N-L W-R-C slash 
PA, excluding pitchers, all of that is times a, th- a hundred. All right, nerds, that's keep what that I don't to yourself. Like, right? That keep, whole math keep equation. equations to yourself. And you're going to tell me some guys are good or some guys bad based on a, an equation that no one understands. You know what this is? This is just like. But that's wh- not StatCast. No. StatCast what is this miles is, per hour. This is what feet. the nerds. StatCast is yeah. feet. This is what the he nerds are getting upset feet. about. The nerds are getting upset about because their lovely stats that they've been talking about for years is now going mainstream and it's going soft into these into miles per hour instead of whatever that nerdy stat thing is that you just yeah pulled yeah. out. I mean, stack. This is what Stackass does in the outfield, right? It says this guy ran twenty feet. <laughs> that's the right, Stackass. Right. That's guy right. ran twenty I like feet. That. Yeah, which is not bad. That's not nerd stat. That's normal All right. stats. All right, settle down, nerds. You can still have. You can still enjoy your stats and let the general public enjoy it too. They're but, not selling but out. I don't even think they're nerd stats. That's my whole point. They're not right. special nerd stats. Right. Well, go back and work on your math equation, nerds. Get back <laughs> in your basement and do your go math back, equations. Go back to the library. I love the library. Feet, stat, cast. Give me a break. All right. That's, I'm good. I got both those things off my chest, off my shoulders. Good. I, I, feel, I feel good. I feel like a new man. That's all I've been waiting to say. I didn't want to break down the Orioles at all. I just want to talk about inter-team relationships and stat cast and how I think it's cool. Can we talk about what I want to talk about? Yeah, fine. <laughs> sure. Your Baltimore Blast! MASL champions. Nine-time champions. Give me a call when the Orioles are nine-time World Series champions. I'll I'll pick up. In I don't hear grave. it ringing. I don't hear it ringing. I'll be a dead in my grave by the time the Orioles ever win nine World Series. But give me some indoor soccer. Baltimore represents. Yeah. They, yeah, they win again. Like, what are there? Six teams? They beat uh the Mexican they team. They went down to Mexico, yeah. You gonna start you gonna start talking about that arena football team next? No, no. I'm not ridiculous. <laughs> don't be don't be I'm ridiculous. not that zany. No, uh but we we did spend a a, a whole episode talking about the Baltimore Blast in the offseason. Celebrate good times indeed. Yeah, they're having a lot of good times at the bottom right now with the Baltimore Blast. When's the parade? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> Ticker tape parade. It'll be like when the Ravens won the Super Bowl. You can't even get downtown. Right. <laughs> People climbing on light poles. Exactly. Climbing the fence to get into the arena. <laughs> Royal Farm Arena hasn't seen a crowd like this since uh, Beyonce was here. We tease and we joke, but it is it's cool. It's an yeah. We had a good time. Blast blasters. It's a blast. Good, good team. Yeah, they were like, good to like, us. Like all the guys there. They were very good to Section 336. We, we care about the Blast a little bit more than the arena football team. Slightly more, yes. Slightly, just a hair more. Yep, yep. You're, you're, they you're have the, a dedicated fan base who I'm sure are thrilled. You are my favorite thing to root for at the Royal Farms Arena when the circus is not in town. Or the Maryland Terrapins are playing in there. <laughs> or, right, right. Except for when there's a concert. Whenever you roll out that little soccer fake grass, I'll cheer for you. <laughs> A little update on Norfolk. I got Jonathan. I didn't verify this, but Jonathan Toman in the cl- in the chat room said Alec Asher, who the or- uh, Orioles recently acquired. Yeah, that's a recent guy. Yeah, he he's pitching tonight for Norfolk. Four and a third innings so far. Zero runs, only four hits, six Ks. So by far, oh, his outing is the best. He might be our guy on the fifth 15. starter. Yeah, and Jonathan says kind of leaning on him to be the fifth starter. That sounds, sounds about right. After one start, uh, yeah. small if sample you, size. If you can't get Jeremy Guthrie. Alec Asher. <laughs> um, I thought, and I thought, and Bert, we talked about this, about the Jer- Jeremy Guthrie. I don't know if talk about this, and, and uh, uh, Dave Johnson yeah, yeah. going off on it. Josh, did you catch that? Or I, did not, I did not see Dave Josh Johnson. Because Josh needs to hear this. 
Okay, Dave Johnson and Tom Davis, right? Yeah, they do love it. though. They're great after the game. After the game right. radio yeah. show where they used to read the Mars ads. No, no to us. now they read the uh, Wise. Wise. The Wise. Oh, Wise. Wise, okay, Wise okay. ads. Because yeah. all the old Mars supermarkets are now Wise supermarkets. Right, so they do the same thing. It's just Wise. Is that true? Is Most, there, a lot of them are. Most is there still are. Mars though, right? Uh, see, no, I'll, Mars is done. So there's no Mars? There's did, no Mars. Did Wise buy Mars? More or less. Because, yeah. see, I was impressed. I was like, that's really smart of Wise to jump in and buy the old Mars ads that everyone loves. <laughs> You're telling I me I can't go to Mars market. anywhere yeah, now. Mars are gone. They're gone. No, They're gone. No, you need like a spaceship and it takes like months and years, years to get to years Mars. Years to get to real Mars, which sign me up. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I don't think they really want you, Bert. You want, Bert wants to be the first podcaster on Mars. It, Could you imagine that, the broadcast? That, that Skype delay. He's going to be talking about games, and eight <laughs> years later, we'll learn about them. Yeah, he'll be talking about Manny Machado. Meanwhile, Manny Machado is just you know a Yankee. You know what? I don't want to say it out loud. I, I think Bert's got the right right idea, though. There's a lot of Orioles podcasts now talking about this season. Let's talk about a season that happened eight years ago, <laughs> and let's follow it as if it happened now. Oh, gosh. Could you imagine how awful that would be? I mean, Mars is always kind of nice. Why couldn't they get rid of Lion King? That place is the worst. You mean Food Lion? Oh, Food Lion. Food Lion. Don't get rid of the Lion King. <laughs> Lion King's a great movie. Yeah, Food Lion. Food Lion's terrible, though, right? Isn't Mars nice in the Food Lion? Uh, no. Yes. Mars is nicer uh, than Food Lion. I like Food Lion. Oh, really? The, the one near me is Sketch Balls. Is it? Yeah. The, actually, I never mind. The, balls, the one but. down. I, right. Never mind. The Food Lion. I haven't been to a good food line. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No. All right, anyway, so anyway so I'm, a safe, Dave, I'm a safe white guy. Post-game show. The, Tom Davis, Dave Johnson. Tom Davis and Dave Johnson. Dave Johnson's talking about how upset he is that Jeremy Guthrie had a terrible outing and he keeps getting opportunity, and not just him, but veteran pitchers well, who don't have it anymore are getting opportunity after opportunity after opportunity when perfectly good young studs like a Steve Johnson, for example, are just waiting example. in the wings. A lot of other examples. And they cannot get an opportunity. Meanwhile, Jeremy Guthrie's crap in the bed in the at, two-thirds of an inning. Look at this. It says, to Josh, go O's. Jeremy Guthrie. You're, Got a nice, nice – uh, Cleat from Jeremy Guthrie. So who would you rather pitch for the Orioles as a fifth starter, Jeremy Alec Guthrie Asher. or Steve Johnson? Oh, Jeremy Guthrie. <laughs> That's not over, over, Johnson over Steve Johnson? <laughs> no, Steve Johnson can't get his make his way to the major league team. That's because guys like Jer- Jer- Jeremy yeah. Guthrie are taking I away his opportunities. Jer- Jeremy Guthrie had a good spring. I don't know what happened. That game in Washington, I don't know what happened to him. I, when I looked at the box, I was shocked. There were no home runs. It was all singles, doubles, and a bunch of walks. I think I think Dave Johnson's larger point is a very valid point. That his son should be playing baseball? That, that's not his point at all. He, In fact, he said he's not talking about his son. But I think his but, point but he is... really is. <laughs> really is, though. I think his point is that too many veterans who aren't good anymore consistently get opportunities to suck in the major leagues. And there's a lot of hungry AAA pitchers who could do just as well, yeah. but never get that opportunity because teams would rather go with someone who's old but has done it before, even if they have, haven't re- recently done it, than go with a young guy. And this is part of the reason, I really wasn't able to articulate this earlier, but this is part of the reason why I'm so grateful the Royals did not get Vance Worley or Jeremy Guthrie or who did uh, Stan the Fan want? Uh, I forget. The Any guy of these old guys? Um, Lewis, Col- Colby Lewis, mm-hmm. or Doug Fister. Because I'd rather give a young guy a chance to be successful than to have one of these old sure. retreads suck. I'd rather have a young right. guy bring suck a and young bring guy up a, like a Alec, young guy. Like Alec Asher. And if he doesn't work out, you have another young guy. Right, you exactly. The, you don't have to DFA guy, anybody. You just bring guy, someone else up. A young guy gives you hope that maybe he's more than just a filler. Where When you bring in an old guy, you know he's a, a filler. Uh, a little bit of breaking news. We got a new Facebook uh, like right. to like our page. From yeah. Breaking news. Dad. 
Our dad. Your father? <laughs> just liked our page. He never <laughs> liked it before? Apparently not. It's only been uh, four and some years. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. Daddy just, likes that. Just popped up on my phone. I'm like, oh, well, okay. You, you guys laugh and joke, but for a young man with daddy issues, he's always wanted to please and make his father happy. He's finally <laughs> liked my... <laughs> I, I might be 33 years old now, but he finally he accepted me by liking my Facebook page. Who would you rather see crap the bed, a crusty old veteran like Jeremy Guthrie, or... A young kid? A young kid just trying to get an opportunity. Young kid all day, every day, I right? always prefer when a young kid craps the bed. Yeah. <laughs> It's easier to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes sense. You can you can understand it's a young kid. The old guy is just messy. Yeah, There's I'm, no excuse for Jeremy Guthrie crap in the bed as bad as he Not did. that bad. <laughs> when when you get to be 38, right. you should stop crap in the bed so badly. Hey, I, I like Jeremy Guthrie despite the whole these O's and Royal t-shirt. Right. I, I like Jeremy Guthrie. I think he's a really good follower on Twitter. I, I'm grateful for all he did with Baltimore when he was our best pitcher for right. a long time, which is embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm sick of seeing these old guys. I agree. Get them out of here. I agree. I'm ex- Let, let's I, get some new blood the, in there. The, the problem, though, is when you look, as you repeated off, all, a bunch of our young guys who had bad first starts down in Norfolk. Yeah. That That's frustrating. Yeah. But then again, I'd still rather have one of them than, than Jeremy Guthrie. Yeah. Sure. And it's always there's something about bringing up a guy who the other team hasn't seen yet, and there's not much film on. There's something to that. Where if you're bringing in Jeremy Guthrie, everyone in Major League Baseball has swung the bat against Jeremy Guthrie. Yeah. And the guy like Mike Wright, who I think has struggled, at least a Major League shot, you find out he struggles and you can move on, right? The worst thing is to be in, be in limbo about a player. Like, find out what you have with Mike Wright and then you can move on. Yeah. But you never give him a chance. You never find out. And yeah. Jeremy Guthrie on his birthday, no less. I know. How Where's, embarrassing. If you think your birthday was bad. Yeah, maybe he went out partying the night before for his birthday or something. I don't know. I highly they, doubt that. This they, is one chance to resurrect his career. I highly doubt it. They didn't even give a chance to see if anything is wrong. They DFA'd him like before the game was over. <laughs> We've done that to a couple guys before, I feel like. Well, yeah. Normally when that happens, you deserve it. Yeah. But it's not, again, I don't want to belabor this point. But You're saying it's not Guthrie. It's old guys. And he was—he was. It's old retreads that haven't aren't making it. When was he? He hadn't pinched in the major since 2015. And yeah. In 2015, he had an ERA of six. So it's not like he—he he never proved himself. And when he pitched for the minors, he wasn't very good. I mean, he didn't. I'm looking at his minor numbers last uh, last year in the minors. He had an ERA of seven. So it's not like he proved himself ready to go back in the majors. His ERA last year in the minors was seven. So there's literally no reason. He should have got a chance to 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 pitch in baseball, and I'm with Dave Johnson here. It's, it's outrageous that Jeremy Guthrie even got a shot to pitch again. He should retire. Get out. <laughs> put, to put it bluntly, sure. Yeah, you got you got a nice farm to send him off to. Yeah, send him out to nice, pasture. A nice glue factory. <laughs> send him out to pasture. That's a glue factory. Uh, the the Orioles just traded Joe Gunkel. Never for, heard of him for cash, I believe. Great. Good, because we were trading a bunch of players. We were we were pulling a bunch in, now so we, we needed to make a, some money back. Little reversal, we'll oh, flip the our, script for a player to be named later or cash consideration. Well, something has to happen when you sign twenty new starters. We, we've Someone's signed like go. yeah, we've signed pretty much anyone who's not making it on another team. Maybe you can make it here. We need a fifth starter. Yeah. All right. Well, got anything else? Hey, twenty uh, fifth anniversary of Camden Yards. Josh, you've been there seven times already. There's only been five games, which is impressive. <laughs> Three games. Have you guys noticed any um, any updates twice. you like about the stadium? Anything new about the 2017 version of Camden Yards that you guys noticed? Uh, oh, I got, one I, got, I got new food the other day. All right. What'd Talk you about your new food. I got a meatball breadstick. That was a mistake. I can tell you right there, just in the title, 
That no, was a mistake. I, I said, and he's making it up. I said, what is that? And the lady said, it's like a meatball sub. So, hey, meatball subs, you can't go wrong. So I ordered a meatball breadstick. So here's the problem. It, it tasted pretty good. Here's what it is. It's a ice cream cone made of a breadstick. Right. So it's all twisted up like an ice cream cone. And then they stick meatballs inside of it. Oh, could 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 we saw we could could we call it the meatball sub of the future? Yeah, it's the meat, it's the meatball <laughs> sub of the future. Couple problems with it. One, it's too small for the price you pay. It's twelve dollars. Yikes! So it's too small, and there's no cheese. Mm. If I I like cheese on my meatball sub. Yeah. And I also like some other. I like some pickles in there. Maybe some jalapenos. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. no toppings on it. Well, you should so have did what I did. Yeah. Meatballs inside of the bread cone. Uh, meatballs my biggest the problem with. Camden Yards, these first two games that I went I didn't to this mean week. To, I didn't mean this to turn into a wine and moan no. session. No, oh, I'm complaining. I was just want to know yeah, any I, updates. I okay. Was just, I was just but you guys took it that way. Okay, fine. No, no, it wasn't negative. I was just giving it my review. It wasn't negative. I think you both will agree with you what recommend I'm saying it, it was, Do you recommend the, the, snow, the, the sub of the future, the meatball sub of the future cone? It could use some improvements, but okay. it's okay. It's average. Negative. Moving on. The, the concession lines are out of control. Right, oh, yeah, my God. Out yeah. of control. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah, that's a big issue. I cannot wait till people stop going to the baseball Stay game away. so that I can get something to eat and, and not miss two and a I half know. innings. Fr- Friday night, pretty short lines. Was it? Unless you wanted, it was cold. Unless you wanted hot chocolate yeah, where you, you might as well have gone out and made your own and came back to the game. On, on Saturday, the, the, the lines were, the, the, it was a good crowd. People have been playing with the crowds on Friday. Right. People love that. There's one small crowd. Yeah. Everyone, their mother jumped it's, on it's it. It's 15 degrees outside and everyone complains. And meanwhile, all the other crowds were really large crowds. Yeah, 25 and 35,000 for Saturday and Sunday. Great crowds. Yeah. Um, it was, and all the lines were long. At some point, I was waiting to use the urinal at the same time I was waiting for a Chiro at the same exact <laughs> time because the line for the Chiro went all the way back to the, the, the yeah. urinal. At least you didn't have to share urinals. That was awkward. Yeah. It's it were long lines. A lot of people, though. But on the plus How side, how come the lines are so long though? Even for the bathroom lines are extra long. They, yeah. It was weird. It was like they weren't prepared for crowds. Yeah. But toilets are toilets, right? Now, part of it is it's the first week, so there's a, probably a lot of new employees. Yeah. So they're they're probably a little slow on the concessions. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I also noticed it didn't seem like many vendors walking around. Oh yeah, coming around oh, in yeah. seats. Yeah, like Less the, the beer vendors were Cutbacks. real low. Cutbacks. That's true. So I don't know. Um, I don't know if the Nats were in town. So like, if some vendors. They're, they're taking away the vendor's orange carpet benefits, too. Maybe so. Joe comments in the chat room, Crab Mac and Cheese Twister. I'm not aware of that is the way to go. The are you Twister. Guys aware of the Crab Mac and Cheese Twister? Have you guys had that? I don't know what that is. Is that the one where Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton give it to you? Twister joke? Twister <laughs> 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 joke. <laughs> Way over my head. I don't care how long the line was. That one went over my head. Any, any, but I didn't notice any. I mean, new grass. Oh, the new LEDs. They did do new lights. I didn't even notice. So I, I didn't, I didn't notice. Lights or lights. I knew they were coming out, but they do on Friday night when I went to the game. They do the cool thing when Zach Britton runs out. They do on Saturday too. Yeah, but on Friday it was like actually dark out. It was. It wasn't dark on Saturday. Saturday no, it was yeah, like overcast. The sun was uh, still out when the game was yeah, over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So. It was dark. But I know so it was dark crazy. on Friday night, and they do like a WWE like entrance for Zach Britton, where they play the video screen, and then they play a song, and then the lights go dark, and he comes running out, and they start flashing the LEDs. Right, I have to pay attention. Next that time. was pretty cool. I enjoyed that. You know, I was probably waiting in line and for the soft pretzels. And I love, I love that no players leave the dugout until Britton gets to the gets to the uh, 
gets to the mound and then oh, they all true? run out. That's yeah. a thing too. Yeah, that's a thing they're doing this year, and yeah. I like it. Well, I really. Have I don't to start know if they. I don't know if they've done it in previous years, yeah. but with the lights flashing and the music, I enjoyed it. I would like it more. I think more people should have entrances. I agree. They should make it more like the NBA games where people are introduced and you got these strobe lights going right. on. You got the big lights. You got lasers going exactly. on. Ejections <laughs> on the field. That's exactly. right. They should do all that stuff. I want to see. Just for Zach Britton. Exactly. Just for Zach Britton. Lasers. Like he's, he's entering from center lasers. field. So why not have a laser track and that he's like running down and things blowing up as he runs past? I think have some fun <sighs> with it. I think I think what we're seeing is yeah a, a is, fog machine could yeah, definitely yeah we're seeing baseball cool. entrances of the future yeah yeah but yeah we can totally make it bigger. By the way, pace of play game at Frederick oh Keys, my goodness Frederick Keys softball was really fast. That was, it a, was oh, very quick. The pace of play at Frederick Keys softball we got seven was very innings good. in right. in less than two hours. The pace of play yeah. of these Yankee games was ridiculous. Yes. The, well, it doesn't help that they're walking eleven guys because that will drag out a game. Yeah, yeah. I, I tweeted out a. I tweeted out a tweet. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. That's that's generally how you tweet. Well, that's what I I tweet out tweets often. But this is called a retweet. When you someone else tweets and you just hit the retweet button to tweet out something oh, they've already tweeted. A retweet. Yeah, a retweet. And and this is Dave Cameron from Fangraphs. That thirty four percent of all at bats in week one has ended with a walk, a strikeout, or a home run. Thirty four percent walk, strikeout, or home run. That's pretty high, and that's part it- of the pace to play. I don't know. I think so. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds high. <laughs> I don't, I sure. mean, I don't, it sounds high, but you added three options. A Ask walk, a home run, or a strikeout. Yeah. So I mean, you added anything except for putting the ball in play. Right. That's what I'm saying is there's not – like I think that's exciting about baseball, right? Like Balls a, put in play. And, yeah, I guess a strikeout means more pitches. And a walk definitely means more pitches. And a walk pitches. means more pitches. And it means boring baseball, right? Except boring. for the home run. Yeah, the home run's kind of exciting, but – So. All right. All right. Well, that's your uh, week one of Orioles baseball. Uh, in the book. We'll be back next Monday. Yeah. Hopefully still so in who, first place in the Who do we play this week? We got the we got two, Bo- against Boston. two against Boston. Dola. Four against Hornet. Toronto. Four against ter- Toronto. The concert was Wicked Hardcore. A bunch Boston of 7 o'clock, all 7 o'clock games until uh, 1 o'clock Saturday and Sunday games. A 1 o'clock Saturday game? 107 Saturday. You know that's why lame. they start at 7 instead of 5. Because they to sing two national anthems. Yeah, for the second, for O Canada. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long song. But it doesn't make any sense because when the Blue Jays are playing in Baltimore, they sing two national anthems, but the game still starts at 05. Right. So it really makes no sense at all. No, well, it's because it's because they have to sing both songs at every single game. Yeah. So we only do it when the Blue Jays are in town. So most right. of the time, the, we, we don't have to do two songs. Right. But then when the Blue Jays are in town, it's exactly the same as if we're playing in Toronto. Why wouldn't it start at 07 in Baltimore? When I think it does. I think it does. I think they still listed as 705, but I think the game actually starts a minute or two later. I really don't think it matters. <laughs> I'm, I'm just pumped that we started the show with a debate about Ryan Flaherty, and we ended the show talking about games starting at 105 or 107. two-minute differential. Yeah. I think it's perfect. I've never two, noticed. Two awesome bookends to an awesome show. Oh, and then we end it with this guy. Time to kick it over to the interns. Thoughts, corrections, analyses, fun facts. So I think I heard you say that Adam Jones has two stolen bases on the year. No, he no. has two walks on okay. the year. Cool. Yeah. I was about to say the, the team only has two stolen bases. Yeah, that's what we said. Okay, cool. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, there are actually 17 teams in the MLS. M-A-S-L. 17. Oh, so yeah. that's a correction for Josh. What yes. Did, what did yeah. I say, six? Yep. Yes. Way off. Wait, no. Did I say six other? No, you said six. 
I don't know about that. Uh, hold on, no, hold on. You said MASL. I think you, Josh, you were referring to the indoor football league. That you don't know only what league teams. you're talking about. Why would I be talking about the indoor football? And that's like three teams. That's well, like it Marshall. is something like five or six yeah. in the Arena Football League. But, yeah, in the indoor he, soccer league, there are, what, would you say 17? He said there? There, seven. there are 17 teams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 17. 17. I thought you were saying seven. So whether it was six or seven, you're still all right, way off. All right. I thought he was saying seven. Nope. Right. But, uh, actually, for the Baltimore Brigade, they play in uh, – nope, don't have enough time. Well, Baltimore Brigade. That's yeah. a hard name to say. But five of the 13 su- Mars supermarket stores were sold twice. Yeah. And then okay. the rest just went bankrupt and defunct. Right, so yeah. there are no more Ys. I yeah, mean, no more Mars. Mars. That, well, that's the thing. I had, a, I had two Mars supermarkets near my house. One of them has converted to a Ys, and the other one is completely vacant. So there, there's no more Mars, but a lot of the Mars turned into Ys. And actually, I did, I did have enough time to find the are, Arena the Football ownership League. group that, of Mars and Ys? No, Mars is done. They, Mars is done. But Ys, Ys bought them out or whatever. Out, right. And closed a bunch of the yeah, Mars. Yeah, because there's already two Ys near my house. Like, how many Ys do I need? I already had two Mars. I don't need six Ys. How many Ys do you need? Yeah. I do as many as I can get. I have a Home Depot Take care problem of my family. Like that, Are you kidding me? Where there's two Home Depots right around the corner from but, each other. Same problem. Yeah, but Bert, they're out of sisters, so, you know, <laughs> you're stuck with one. I'm fine with mine. But, yeah, in the arena. I mean, if they were selling Mars, someone should have told me I would have bought Mars. <laughs> Would you just go and You don't want to own a supermarket, man. It's too much work. Right, you just flip the M upside down and then your wars. No, I'm, I'm Mars. Hey, you guys. You have no experience running a supermarket. You uh, have be totally clueless. It cannot be that hard to, to run a supermarket. Especially now they got the self-checkout. Yeah, the self-checkout the means self-checkout. you just You, you would just have gotta... no idea how to run inventory of a supermarket. I know how to put stuff on shelves. No, it has nothing. Hey. You, you hire the lowball guys if, to shelve, but the actual ownership of a supermarket, you would have I'd get rid totally of all that. I'd get rid of all that kale, too. If, if, if Trump can run the United States of America, certainly I can run a supermarket. But uh, are they, do we have any listeners who are supermarket owners? Let Matt live one day in your shoes. I bet he can't handle it. Oh yeah, if I can, I can manage and teach a class. I can handle a supermarket. <laughs> Come on now. So yeah, in the Arena Football League, there are five teams, and then there's one fun fact. Do you guys, Bert? You don't like Food Lion. How do you feel about Giant? I don't have a problem with Giant. I have a three hundred dollar Giant gift card in my pocket right now. Nice. Well, did you know that they're actually owned by the same parent company? Yeah, it's like um the. The, right. uh, it's just like how store Burger, brand. It's just like Burger King and uh and like KFC and whoever else. They're all KFC owned by Pepsi. and Taco Bell. KFC, Taco Bell, and they're owned by Pepsi. And Dunkin' Donuts right. and Baskin Robbins. And, and Harris, Harris Teeter and Trader Joe's. Yeah, but here's the thing: Aldi's. the difference between going to and Giant Kroger, and going to Fruit Food Line is this difference between buying Fruit Loops and buying fruity circles. Like you go with the Fruit Loops. Right. You you go with the convenience. I go with Giant over. I go. Line. I go to the grocery store that's the closest, that's not fresh and green. Yeah, I'm a wise guy myself. I'm a, I'm a Safeway guy. <laughs> wise guy. Someone brings up an interesting comment, a comment in the chat room. We should have an intern who corrects the intern. <laughs> <laughs> that guy would be very very busy. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. So yeah. we're parking a new Harris too. That's exciting news for you, for you guys. Yeah. Wait, wh- what? Whoop de do. Yeah. All right. I'm oh yeah, Pasadena. That's Severna Park. Eh, I don't know what it is anymore. Severna Park always just draws. Yeah, the is that Harris Teeter Severna Park or Pasadena? I would leave um, Northport's Pasadena. I think really? that's a that's a Pasadena because it's, it's down by early heights. It's down by jumpers. That's no, Pasadena. No, it's not. It's not. It's not that. It's past early heights. It's right at early. Yeah. Heights. So that's that. That would be Pasadena. It's where Severna, that card shop used Severna to be. Severna Park is where from the intern's house is up until before early heights. I thought the intern lived in Annapolis. 
No, he's lying to you. I thought he was moving to uh, Sykesville. It might be Federal Hill now. We're looking at some cheap houses. I thought he was driving cross country through Alabama. (laughs) I mean, there are stories. And then I got hired by a... uh, And will someone please give Justin Royce his magnet? Okay? I explained before the show started, Justin. <laughs> Justin's you gotta upset. Get your Someone give Justin his magnet. Wife's out of town. She does the shipping. When she gets back, uh, Justin's all going to be on her name. J- and this man thinks happy. he can run a supermarket. <laughs> he can't even you ship out magnets. You know what? If I ran a supermarket, people would come to me. I wouldn't be mailing them their food. Come to me. You'll get a magnet. Everyone in studio today gets a magnet. Yay! Yay! Woo! All right, boys and girls. You can support the show. If you want to support this nonsense, at section336.com, click on support. You can also like us on Facebook, just like my daddy did tonight. Shout out, daddy. Hi. <laughs> that, was my, that, that was my daddy's voice right there. Hi. Hi. <laughs> like, the, uh, like the old man from Family Guy. Um, <laughs> Bad comparison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, I'm sorry I went down that road. Um, what else can you do? You can follow us on Twitter, at section336show. Give, give us a review. It's been a while. Give Tell us a your friends. On iTunes. Tell your friends. Socialize with real people. Don't just get it's, on social media. It's, it's been fun to see the listenership go up as baseball season's back. Yes. Keep telling your friends that you're at the ballpark. Yeah. Uh, but you, even if you're not in Section 336, explain about Section 336. The listenership has gone up. The reviews have stayed the same. So, yeah, <laughs> add a review to that would be great add it on iTunes. Um, and <laughs> can I go home? Oh, yeah, but first, before you go home, i got to tell the listeners... To follow Bert on Twitter, Bert just sent hey, out. We uh, do have one other thing what? we forgot about. Night at the yard. We keep we keep squeezing it in with with uh, little right. fake. Everyone's already turned off the show it. by now, but I fine. Know. Night at the yard. I know. We, June six. Go buy your tickets at section 336com Fourteen dollars to go sit in three thirty six with us. You can't beat it. It's a Tuesday night. Come, let's have some fun. By the way, your mom just likes Section 336 now, too. <laughs> oh, our, our mommy. Our parents are great. <laughs> Very supportive. They, yeah, they had to. They had to hold, <laughs> Four years later. Right. They, they were holding out to see to see if this would become something. <laughs> Four years later. Apparently, we've made it. Yes. Uh, Bert sent out a tweet yesterday. They got 67 favorites. If you want to see what that. You got that, 67 favorites? Yeah, I can't see, believe it. If you want to see what. what you oh, hold on. It's a, it's, a, it's a tease. If you want to see what that tweet was, you can follow Bert at. At Bert Rohde. And like it, because I add to the likes. Let's add see. to the favorites, whatever. And you can also follow Josh. At Josh Soroska. He's never gotten 67 likes in his life. <laughs> and who, speaking of a guy who doesn't have 67 followers, you can also follow the intern. At WWintern. But I want to recommend it. Thanks for, thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Thank you for listening to the Section 336 podcast. Please go to iTunes and Facebook for all complaints or the occasional compliment. If I were you, I would not take any baseball advice from these guys. Josh and Matt were raised by an Orioles-obsessed father, and Bert, uh, well, Bert fell in love with Don Mattingly. He has a thing for mustaches.